So, it turns out that the movie Finding Dory is gonna be about Dory. No way! Hello, welcome Red Spotters. Now here is your podcast. Welcome to Red Spotlight, episode number 16. Today we're going to go under the sea and talk about all the frivolities of Dory and all that stuff. Because Finding Dory! Finding Dory, we saw the new trailer for that and all that. And uh, the new trailer was released via, thank you, Ellen, for for uh, releasing it exclusively to her channel. And uh, many others followed after that. Uh, we're going to be talking about our thoughts, discussions, what we hope for the future of Pixar. Next, I hope we're going to go dive into the land of Storybrooke, because Once Upon a Time's 100th episode is upon us. And we're going to go through a brief overview of what we thought about this this uh, this previ- this uh, current season going on. Dark Swan? Hello? Uh, also, we're gonna get a little zombified, because Walking Dead shit is hitting the fan, literally. And, uh, is, is Glenn really dead? Or is, uh, is, uh, Scott Gimple just fucking around? I, we don't know. Uh, also, what's next in, uh, what's next for the Alexandriites? What's going on with that? Also, Negan has been casted, his character is confirmed, but will we see him this season or will he be an exponential point of next season in season seven, which they announced that has been renewed? I hope that you guys have your uh, your thinking caps on because we are going to test your once upon a time knowledge with uh, with a uh, with a once upon a time trivia game. And for what's happening, hot stuff, a dying fan gets to see the Force Awakens early. And also, aliens in L.A.? What is this? Where's the doctor when we need him? All of that here in Red Spotlight number 16. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am Kyle Lira. I am joined by, on my right, I have Alexis Moreno. Hello. How are you doing, Alexis? I'm good. That's... Excellent. Nice Depeche Mode shirt you're wearing. <laughs> now, because I forgot to introduce him last time, last and he gave me times. any, and he gave me so much shit for it that I am gonna go and introduce him formally for the first time in forever. Alexis Soto, how are you doing today? I am doing great, and I can't wait to talk about so much news. Thank you for having me on. And so, for introducing me. It's always so nice much, to be acknowledged. So much has happened within yeah, the last time, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, for instance, let's uh let's go a little uh let's go a little deep sea fishing here. Finding Dory, shit, man. Finding Dory so much okay. I wanna know what your guys' thoughts on the trailer was. 
Alexis, please go first. I want, I'm really curious to see what you thought of it. I actually really liked it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Finding Nemo. I'm not saying I don't like it, but... It's not, not your like, favorite. Yeah. But I, I liked it. Plus, I mean, everybody's favorite character is Dory, so... And, and I, I had kind of, like, low expectations of this movie. Mm, okay. But I really like I'm sure not the only one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I honestly, um, I loved it. I mean, yeah, it wasn't really anything. It wasn't really a trailer. It was more of an announcement trailer. Because, come on, aside from people like you and me who are, like, in tune with the, with the movie news, I'm sure the vast majority of people had no idea this was coming out this soon. It's going to come out next June. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you this. From what I saw... It really feels, and this takes place six months after Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. It feels as if the magic that they had didn't go anywhere. It felt yeah. literally as if they're picking up right where they left off. And it and it and it's good. You know, all sequels should do that. Like for example, like I know I'm sounding cliche as fuck, but like The Godfather. You know, you feel like a legacy is continuing after that. And, yeah. And you know, you see that or the or the Toy Story two. You felt like. You felt like, you know, oh, you're getting to see, you know, Andy's old toys, you know, you know, going on another adventure, you know, and all that. So I, I thought that this was a, this was a very solid trailer. I mean, I, it, it looked, it felt very, uh, it, it, it's stupid to say, but it felt very Pixar, you well, know, <laughs> it felt very Pixar, you know, it had the charm of, you know, of, uh, of the past yeah. in there. So, you know, I think I want to point out something that you, you said last time. Which is that, you know, Finding Nemo, in my views, in my view, it is one of the most uh, achieved or one of the most remarkable animated movies of our time just yeah. because of how beautiful and gorgeous it is to look at. Never mind the great story and the great characters, but when you look at that movie, especially in high, even in low res, high res, it just hits you. Yeah. And you said that this... It looked even better. That they, yeah, it technology more, it has looked, improved. It looked more crisp mm-hmm. this time around. You know, uh, you. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice remark. Nice remark. Okay. I, I do want to go back to what we were saying before yeah. because it, it just seems uh, a lot of people, rightly so, uh, are very. Uh, they're keeping their expectations in check. Only because, aside from the Toy Story films, Pixar's track record with sequels hasn't been the best. Well, technically speaking, Monsters University was technically a prequel. Which one? A pre- yeah, it's a prequel, but oh. it's still another movie. It's technically still a sequel. No, We're but... making a sequel. Look, <laughs> Monsters University is a Muppet fun Shadow. movie. It's a good movie. And I think, honestly, it, it, it builds upon how special Monsters, Inc. truly is. But this is Finding Nemo. Yeah. Okay, this is one of my favorite movies ever. It's in my top five Pixar films ever. And it really is one of the movies that I remember watching in movies very vividly. Yeah. And I think... It's hard. It's kind of hard to forget a movie like that. It is. Yeah. It truly is. Especially when you go out... Um, you know, you want to know how special... We have to discuss this. How special Nemo was as a movie and, and the impact it was. It revived one of the classic Disneyland attractions. Submarine Voyage in Disneyland Park in a time when hardly anything in Disneyland Park got any kind of update or renewal. That's how special it is. I feel like falling asleep after it. 
after the ride. Well, the in ride, a, in a good, in the a ride good way. is the ride. The ride is the ride. But I'm saying the in movie good way. caused the ride to be resurrected, which is always a nice. It, it is a it is a nice little thing that they added, you know, for it and all that. And reviving, you know, reviving a a classic, you know, attraction that's been long since dead, you know, yeah. and, and basically rising it from the ashes of, you know, times of you old, you know. But, you know, it's that <laughs> special that really... Um, I don't think Alan would just sign on to do a sequel. I think, uh, if I recall correctly, there were reports that she wanted a good one. I She's the one that pushed to do it. Yeah, she? she's the one that pushed to do it. And I think, look, here's... Is it basically a, a, pro, a passion project from Ellen DeGeneres It herself? could be, yes. It yeah. could be. As, yeah, that's basically what it is. But I think here's something to, to really remember here. The name Finding Dory is key because they're right yeah. out of the bat acknowledging this is Dory's movie. Yeah. Unlike what happened with Cars 2. Yeah, Cars... Cars 2, you were expected to see, you know, oh, Lightning McQueen, an adventure. But you know, it wasn't, it was Mater's movie. It was Mater's, yeah, it might as well call the movie, you know. Mater the movie. Mater I mean, the movie. That's basically you know? what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's a stupid title, but, you know, that's what it, it... And And here's the thing. Mater and Dory have similar qualities as characters where they work as, like... The side characters. But beloved side characters. Beloved. But people have very high fears that what happened with Mater, when you put him in the forefront, then it isn't as good as what they but used the thing, to be. But the thing about that, though, is that you can only take so much of Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> well, that's but really with, true in all cases. With, I mean, what if they made a movie, uh, well, they kind of did with Monsters U, where Mike was more the main character than Sully. And wasn't Sully the main character in the first one? Yeah, because it's because yeah. yeah. in because uh, in Monsters Inc. you felt like you, with Sully you were you know transitioning with his you know yeah. his personal story with with uh, with Mike helping along, but then with this it was more Mike's journey. And look, here's with... that's a great example too because Monsters U was a good movie. Cars Two was not a good movie. Yeah, in any sense of the imagination. I mean, just putting it out there. But it what was ha- shit. yeah. But I think you you were was, right. <laughs> you laughed because it's true. Uh, I actually laughed during that movie. Cars too. Yeah, yeah, I, I had fun with it, but it gets kind of annoying <laughs> after a while. But here's the thing with Monsters: You, I think they relied a bit, a, a little bit too much on nostalgia yeah. to get through the whole thing. And I think they know for sure this movie needs to be a special. Otherwise, if Finding Dory only ends up being. A little bit under... I think it needs to be almost as good as Nemo. Because if it's not, then that really puts all of their other future sequels in kind of a little bit of a limbo. No matter what it is. Incredibles 2, no! Incredibles is the exception because that one is just dying for a sequel. Yeah, that one... I feel like that one was like meant to have a sequel. Yeah, not Cars or Monsters or Nemo. Those could have been left alone and never had a sequel. Yeah. I mean, going into it... Most in, I guess, phase one of uh, of uh, the uh, the movies mm-hmm. that were in the lineup for for uh, Pixar was uh, it was mostly meant to be standalones, with the exception of a uh, Toy Story. Yeah, it know? was after the Disney buyout that I'm sure Disney was like, "Okay, give us some more sequels. Come on, we got to make some more money out of this." Yeah, and here's some an inter an, 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 sorry, I keep stuttering. Here is an interesting parallel, Kyle. In Cars and Cars 2 were both directed by John Lasseter. Mm. Cars was good. Cars 2 was not good. Monsters U was directed by Pete Docter. No, Monsters Inc. was directed by Pete Docter. Monsters yeah. U was not. 
Andrew Stanton and Brad Bird, who directed Nemo and Incredibles, respectively, are returning to helm yeah. the sequels, which is key because they're both great directors. Yeah. Wow. John Carter. Oh, and just by the way, uh, in this little trailer we got, I'm pretty sure that's all you're going to see of Nemo and Marlin in the movie. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Because like, I mean, how much are they going to show of them? I mean, they they have to put them in the announcement, but I'm pretty sure that's all you're going to see of them. Because oh. I mean, because look, the plot of the movie is Dory goes yeah. off to find her family, which is across the ocean. Yeah. I think remember I told you at D23 where they said that um, where Dory asks, "Can you help me take me? Can you help me take to my family?" Right? And then Dory and Marlin's like, "No." But I know a guy. <laughs> and then they go off in that direction. So Isn't it going to be that octopus guy? I'm not entirely sure. The, 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 whale. the beluga whale, maybe, yeah. Uh, that's what has me more, like, most excited. The casting of the movie. Yeah, Diane Keaton, Ty Burrell, Ed O'Neill. There's just great casting in so this I'm movie. Excited. So, honestly, when you look at it... The, okay, the, cast, the casting is Ellen DeGeneres as Dory. Albert wow, Brooke. I had no idea. No, she no, was coming well, okay. <laughs> For those... I'm clarifying. I didn't, I didn't Ellen till she hosted the Oscars last year. Oh, the first time. The the last year. I didn't know that was her. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Albert Brooks as Marlon, and also replacing Alexander Gould, Hayden Rollins as Nemo. Uh, it's not Alexander, isn't it? No, he was, that was a good Nemo. Then it was. I, I could have sworn it was the exact same person. Yeah, I know. It was, it, like I heard that. I'm like this. Today they because Alexander's like our age now. He can't do that. Yeah, yeah, my brother was like, "Is it the same people?" And I was like, "Yeah, except for Nemo." And he was like, "What? Really?" It, it sounded so yeah. similar. I mean, there would be a slight difference, but everything else is just maybe a, like a pitch off, perhaps. Like, yeah. But that's it. Uh, Diane Keaton as uh, as Jenny, Dory's mother. Eugene Levy. Uh, if you if you guys have seen the American Pie movies, mm-hmm. he is freaking hilarious as the stereotypical <laughs> Jewish dad. He's, yeah, he's funny. Um, Ty Burrell as Bailey, a beluga whale. Caitlin Olson, don't know who she is. <laughs> Ed, o- Ed O'Neill as Hank, an ill-tempered octopus. Yep. And also, get this, William Defoe as Gil is coming back. Here's the thing, though. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we expected to see the Tank gang, you know, is it going to be a minor role, cameo, or what? Is William, is, is his name there just, just to mention that he's there for that really, that really doesn't say if he's going to be involved in the movie that much. Because what would Gil have to be doing much with Dory's story? Maybe probably they run into each other. Probably the trip back, or maybe. Well, what happened to them? They were just in a. They were in freaking plastic bags. It would be, it would I be, mean, well, according to the credits, well, if okay. the credits is canon. Well, no, because Mike <laughs> was in there too. So I don't know. We're getting really deep here. <laughs> Oh, I'm just excited. Let's put out the Pixar theory. So it turns out oh, that <laughs> we'll yeah. be here all night. <laughs> uh, Pixar. But so, anyway, are you excited for it, Kong? I am thoroughly excited. Well, what do you I, think I, of I, it? I am scared. What I thought. Okay. What I thought about it is that I thought it was, it was cute. Mm-hmm. You know, I the, okay. What got to me because this this uh, much like the binary sunset. <laughs> oh, um, the, Don't cry on us, please. <laughs> the Nemo egg, you know, hits me yeah, emotionally when it, when it first starts yeah. off. Yeah, and so when I heard that, I'm like this. 
ah, shit, fuck you, Pixar. <laughs> it was tugging at my heartstrings, you know? And then after I saw that and I and I was watching, you know, all that, it, it felt like I never left, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. It felt like I just watched the and third, the, the, the first one, and now I'm... I'm gonna watch, you know, this new adventure. Get how insane this is. It felt like it never left, right? Mm-hmm. When this movie comes out, it'll be 13 years since Finding Nemo. Damn. 13 years. 13. 13 years. Well, when Incredibles comes out, oh, it's sh- like... <laughs> that would have taken like the million. cake, yeah. A million, yeah. yeah. At least it feels like it. <laughs> Finding Dory is set to be released on June 17th, 2016. And, oh, it says right here, in August 2015 at Disney's uh, D23 Expo, it was announced that Hayden Rollins would voice Nemo, mm-hmm. replacing Alexander Gould. We must have missed that somewhere. It means there was so much D23 news, that was probably flew under the radar. And if you want to hear more about D23, we had a whole podcast <laughs> basically on that, so... What do you think about uh, the upcoming uh, upcoming film, The Good Dinosaur? Are oh, we, are we gonna... I'm so excited. It's almost here, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it in like two weeks? Yeah. Is it two Oh, You know what? Yeah, it's this month. Does it come out the same weekend as uh, Hunger Games? It says November 25th, 2015. <gasps> two weeks. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm excited for this movie. Oh, I do want to see it so bad. Is is it? Do you think it's gonna be a a carbon copy of Don Bluth's uh, Land Before Time though? No, Mm-mm. I don't think Pixar would do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're the they're the kind of people to copy. I think they're the ones who make original stories. And from what I've seen from the Good Dinosaur, I mean, it's pretty much a cliche from all their movies. Another body, like. With whole, what's his name, Milo? Or Marlo? I can't even remember what I the know. name is. Or the, the dinosaur and the boy, right? And so when I, <laughs> That's basically what it is. I'm not going to go into what their names are, okay? Let's just get uh, over that. Confused exactly, exactly. Is that, is that sad? I mean, okay, one's a green one and one's a pink, <laughs> pink thing. <laughs> no, but here is what's truly remarkable. We've seen uh, some footage, right? In the trailers. Mm -hmm. And automatically all of us are just taken away with the animation style. But what I'm really interested in... I love this scene. Uh, To me, the scenery harkens back to to Brave and how it made Scotland look. Yeah. 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 But I think for this one, I've been hearing a lot of uh, early buzz about this movie. And I think I heard it's going to make you cry. Oh, yeah. And if it does that... It's... Okay. Then we'll see... And no pun on this, Pixar has roared back into our... Um... I cried with Inside Out. No, no, no. But Inside Out was one movie. You got to build back momentum after what happened yeah. in those couple of years where there was not that many good movies. Let's think. Okay. Let me, let me tell you something. It's fucking Pixar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's bound to tug your heartstrings yeah. one way... One shape or form, you know, and all that. So I think it is bound to happen that somebody is going to cry, you know, while watching it, you know, in a good way, you know, versus other ways. Anyway, so I think that 
what other uh move oh coco isn't coco in the in pixar's uh mm-hmm. time slot i'm not sure when that's out i think next year's story like we just said and 17 is going to be cars 3 and 18 is going to be toy story 4 we so needed a third movie right yeah but okay so we have we have <laughs> dory cars 3 don't even get me started on that toy story 4 2018 and I think 2019 is going to be Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. So this is oh. the last original thing we're having until 2020. Gigantic. I think that's in. I think that's uh, in the regular. I think I, that's in the regular yeah, okay, uh, yeah. animation studios. Yeah, that looks really good. I know, but I, I'm excited for Coco. I wonder. I. I'm excited, but I'm also kind of scared for that one. Yeah. Because I don't want it to look like Book of Life. But at the same time, I do. Because Book of Life is a really Yeah, movie. the animation yeah, and all that stuff. I don't know how they're going to do it to make it different. Like, the story-wise. Maybe. The animation, I'm sure they're because, because it looked... In Book of Life, yeah, the animation was good. But it but it also it looked blocky, too. Because that's how it was meant to be, though. So I, I like. I felt like it went good with the story. So I think that. Uh, so I think that. Uh, that. I think they're gonna focus more on realism. In uh, in Coco versus the blocky look. Mm-hmm. So that was Finding Dory. Uh, we're gonna. We're definitely gonna watch it, guys. Right? Oh no! No, yeah. yeah. No questions asked. <laughs> All right. So, Finding Dory coming June Once Upon a Time's 100th episode is upon us, guys. What have we been thinking about this current season so far? With Dark Swan and everything. Alexis Moreno, you go first. You guys are probably going to get mad at me, but I don't really like it. Okay, why? Because <laughs> I feel I want them to do something new, and I don't like Emma being... Evil, whatever she's planning to do. I like the whole like uh, King Arthur story and all that, and like yeah, Merida, like I like that, and I love Merida, I love Merida, but I don't Merida like the story is awesome with the people from Storybrooke. Oh, are you are you getting tired of the yeah people in Storybrooke? Yeah, that, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I see what you're saying. You know, a lot of a lot of the uh, a lot of the Once Upon a Time tropes. Are becoming repetitive, yeah. Like, uh, like their foolish mistakes and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, wouldn't we know better? <laughs> I mean, we're okay. This is going to be a spoiler-filled, uh, you know, discussion on Once Upon a Time. So, if you have not seen this coming season, this uh, this current season, please do not, you know, engage in this thing. Skip to. I'll put it in the comments below or something like that. But, uh, but, okay. 
What was that when uh when Zelina was like saying, Oh, she's gonna take my baby and then Snow was like, Oh my god, Selena, are you alright? And then she came in and boom, you know. You yeah. would know better, right? Yeah. Especially with I like her too though. The wicked witch. I think yeah. she's a lot better than the previous season she's come out in. Yeah. She's so cool now. <laughs> Yeah, she's kind of she kind of speaks for us all. Cause remember when she was like listening to them talk? And yeah. she's like, this, oh my god, <laughs> just like shut the fuck up and go in the back door. I mean, that's what we were all thinking, right? And you know, props to them for actually giving her something to do. Yeah. In an episode, good. I, I, look, here's the thing: with Once Upon a Time, for me, it started off really strong. Mm-hmm. But here's where I, it's kind of devolved. I have literally gone to the point where I am just done with the Charmings, Emma, Hook, and Regina and all of them because of just how complete hypocrites they are. They didn't give a shit for Rumple when he was the dark one. Yeah. Okay? They did not give a single flying fuck about him. Oh, but when Emma gets the darkness, oh my god, we have to help her. We have to get rid of the darkness within her. And at that point, I'm kind of like, well, fuck you. I- I'm I- I'm actually upset, you know? And I'm actually glad that the stars of this storyline, in my opinion, are Rumple and Belle. I think they're supposed to be, you know, the actual heroes we're actually rooting for, you know? Yeah. For about goddamn time. And, you know, fuck them for dismissing Belle. She's more than they're capable of. Oh, my God, of. I know. You know what? You yeah. don't do that. Don't uh, do that. One of my favorite story arcs of this of this uh, season is uh, the Merida Belle story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. kick-ass. Just yeah. seeing the kick-ass, you know, bookworm versus the kick-ass yeah. archer yeah. and all that stuff. It was... And, like, seeing, like, the, the, like, the movie sets. That they put in like from Brave and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was so like cool. the witch's tavern. Yeah, and, and then seeing the the, the three uh, guys. Oh, the, the brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. The the other guys. Oh, the suitors. Brave, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the suitors. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. They looked exactly like exactly. Them too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wigs and, and all. I thought in the beginning they said that her mom died or that her parents died, but then her dad, her, her dad, dad died, and then her mom got banished. From what I remember, uh, Merida's. Yeah. Is it yeah. is it because oh. they found out that she was a bear? I don't know. Because that would be unbearable. Oh my god. <laughs> that was awful. I know it was. <laughs> I know it was, guys. Uh, and also, there is the 100th episode coming upon Can us. Can I just say, before we go to that, uh, if I haven't bitched enough, King Arthur. Somebody kill him. Oh my god, yeah. Kill him. Merlin, I like him. I but like, I like him. But he's shady as fuck, though. Merlin? Huh. I feel like he's shady. Yeah. There's something shady well, about yeah. him. He's like, yeah. like I, I, lo- I love what, I love the line that Hook says where he's like, where he's like saying that, oh, you know, when it comes to the grand scheme of thing, you know, when it, when it comes to little details and all that stuff, you know, oh, you know everything, but when it comes to the grand scheme of things, it's a little fuzzy to you, you know, and all that, and it's just, his reasons are so convenient and all that stuff yeah. and who the fuck would release his I I don't know what he was thinking about releasing his ex girlfriend out, you know, from the from the from the ashes and yeah. And I have to say here this. Um I think Will Scarlet's gone, right? It's yeah. confirmed that he's he's out of the okay, here, out of the season. Okay, here okay, great. That way I can say this. Wait, what was that? 
uh, Belle's uh, boyfriend oh, in the okay. last season. Okay. Just like The Walking Dead did with Father Gabriel, the Once Upon a Time gave us Will Scarlet. Completely useless characters that only exist to aggravate me. They had absolutely no purpose, and they wasted so much screen time on a character that, with all due respect, had no business being involved. He just showed up out of nowhere, and then he left. I'm sorry I'm getting pissed off here, because you don't... Is this is this show pissing you off, Alexis? It is. You know what? There's, there's a reason why I avoid talking about Once Upon a Time these days. Cause it's just, and you know what? You're right, Alexis. I mean, again? Oh, we forgot our memories. Yeah. That was that, that was bullshit. I would have rather seen her like you know live it out, live it yeah, out. I mean, you know, seriously. instead of I hope she's gonna turn out to be good, or she's gonna turn. Yeah, out to we be all know how it's I gonna don't end. Like, that. like if if you're gonna make her evil, make her be evil. The one thing I'm just so happy with that they're doing with this is that Rumple is finally gonna have his time to shine. We better we better have that. If not, <laughs> I'm done. Okay, now we can talk about the 100th episode. Okay. <laughs> Souls of the Departed. So far, we have confirmed that Barbara Hershey is returning as Cora. We have, uh, we have uh, Giancarlo Esposio as, uh, as Sydney Glass coming back. Oh. And also, we have, uh, we have uh, Cruella DeVille coming back. Really? Cruella DeVille is coming <laughs> back. And also... The one, the only, Robbie Kay as Peter Pan is coming back. So, ladies and gentlemen, that right there, that right there, I don't, I don't give a fuck about who's this Jennifer Goodwin shit. No, it's all about Barbara Hershey and Robbie Kay. They're the the two bad guys who pissed us off in a good way. Yeah. In the in the in the middle two seasons. I mean, if you count Zelina is still in there, but she kind of goes back and forth between. No, but this... we're we're on her side though. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't piss her off. <laughs> what are they gonna do with Zelina? I don't know. Cause it's just like I get why they brought her back in season four, right? It, it that was like the most unexpected twist and effective twist they've had yeah. in a long time. Yeah. But now, what but are now they, they do don't know what her? to do with her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all she is just walking around, except giving us. Brilliant one-liners. Oh, and she ate onion rings in one episode. Great, great stuff. Great character development. She loves wait, onion rings. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Emma did... <laughs> Push it out, damn it. What? Emma did say... Emma did say that she will come into play later on. So maybe that's what they, they brought Zelina back for. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, back to these people who are getting back. I am happy. Look, Once Upon a Time has made an impact for sure. We're all talking about it. It brought us, it brought out the inner nostalgia of us Disney fans, right? And it, yeah. And they incorporated it all into one universe. That's the magic of Once Upon a Time and its storytelling. And Peter Pan and Cora are signature characters of the series. They're so, brilliant. Yeah. So I, I, I'm happy. Don't, I actually don't like Cora. I prefer Cruella DeVille. I'm with you. Uh, I think Cora. I don't know. I just didn't like her story. And, I mean, Cruella She's Deville a bitch. Cruella DeVille was amazing. Her story was so cool. Yeah, yeah. I love... I, and then she I gets really killed liked, off. I know. <laughs> that I was really sad. I really liked that they actually, like, made her evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like... Like, it wasn't some tragic backstory yeah. or something like that. Like, every no, other Maleficent villain. Maleficent shit here. She Maleficent the movie. Not... She killed, like... 
That's can't... another thing. What happened to Maleficent and Lily? I thought we were supposed to get something with them. Are she, they... They're trapped in the plot hole. Oh, my God. See, this is what happens when you bring on too many characters. Because it is. At least, like, finish the story completely. I thought we were going to get... You know, okay, I'm, I'm just bitching too much. Continue, Kyle. I'm just... Uh, okay. I'm not having it today for whatever reason. <laughs> so far, the plot is unknown about this. Really? Other than Other than insert bullshit plot hole thread here. But... When this is happening... When is it happening? It is happening. It is to be determined. Because this coming... What's today? What's today's date? The 13th? Yeah. yeah. Friday the 13th. Great day for a podcast recording, by the way. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> this coming week, we're going to get two episodes. Because the following week, the American Music Awards take up that time slot. So we're not going to... That'll probably get... Thank you, country music. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love country music. It's not country music. ACM? American Music Awards? Oh, I thought you said the ACMs. The, okay, sorry. I'm, try, I'm trying to keep... Those were in April. I'm trying to keep the... You mean the CMAs? Yeah. Last yeah, week. Yeah, that, that. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really curious to see how much of an event they're going to make out of this. But it's good to bring back some old favorites. You yeah. Know? It's just right now I'm not very happy with... The main characters. Yeah. They're really Well, like... the thing I'm happy about is that they're bringing Mulan for the next episode. So Mulan and This Merida. coming? Yeah, I think it's the next one. I hope. Oh, I'm so excited for that. <gasps> Red, Mulan, yeah. Belle, oh, yeah, yeah. and Merida. Yeah, where is she? She hasn't come out yet, but she's going to come out soon. Yeah. Oh, I hope so they... Exciting. I know they're probably not, but I hope they explain... Why she has been gone for so long? Red, red. I know, right? Like what? what? Yeah, because she's been like because she was doing a she was doing a mini series for HBO, I think. But when was the last time we saw Red? A, a cameo, a cameo on the third season. That it was, yeah, yeah. What happened? I mean, I mean. Did she get left behind in the enchanted yeah. forest and she just finds yeah. her way back? <laughs> she, she, after everybody goes back to Storybrooke, she, she steps in and she's like, what the fuck again? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 100th episode, I hope that it's a killer episode because it, uh, I agree with you, Alexis, that, uh, Moreno, that, uh, that it has been a lackluster season. I mean, it's nice seeing, you know, the origins of the dark one and all that stuff, but it really, it's not, it's not really, you know, it, it, it's cake when we want steak, you know, if that, if that makes sense. <laughs> No, there's no actual meat. I there's mean, no, look, we, we there's still, no carne, you know. There's still enjoyment watching the show. Don't get us wrong. We that's why we, we still keep watching. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm just. <laughs> oh jeez. I was gonna say yeah. No, we still like watching these episodes. We still tune in because we love the show. But it's only because we're used to getting more that we're kind of. A little bit frustrated with what we've been getting so far, because all we're getting is like characters that either piss us off, have no relevance whatsoever, or are just there. Yeah. I think they, I think they have too much on their plate, probably, and they so. can't. And I, I think that they're suffering. I think Adam and Eddie is suffering through uh, character indigestion. What was brilliant though was Merida. 
Merida is great. Great casting and yeah. Uh, Getting her story involved with Belle and Rumples, yeah, that's how it should have been done. Yeah, I so. think I think that was, I think that's killer. I yeah. think yeah. I really it, like it felt very much like uh, the scenario that they were in. It was like when uh, when uh, when the Mad Hatter uh, oh, had had uh, yeah. Are you? Are you I, I see what I think. I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. Are you are you saying that I, you hope that Sebastian Stan comes back as the Mad Hatter in the hundredth yeah. episode? I, I would love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, and Jamie Dornan coming back as okay. The no, he's dead. No. You don't I didn't think like his story. you don't yeah, like his story? Pointless. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but what I was gonna say, I kind of wish they would have used the Mad Hatter instead of the um the knight or whatever for to be Belle's boyfriend. Oh, well, instead of... Uh, okay. I wish they would have... I don't know. I, they could have done, like, a lot more things with the Mad Hatter. Well, I wish his daughter was was uh, was uh, was uh, Henry's girlfriend, but... Yeah! And speaking of, look, that's another element I think they've been doing right. I'm glad that they're, they're handling Henry right. Henry didn't really have anything to do in season four. So I have, they give him something here in this season. And let me tell you this... One of the most effective things we've seen this season is watching Emma force the girl he likes to essentially say, you know what, I'm not that into you. That was so sad. That hurt to watch that scene happen. The feels. The feels. But I do like the story of the Dark Ones. You know, the Dark Ones or the Dark One has always been something that was like very loosely played throughout the whole series. And then watching the whole mythology of it. it, And again, hands down uh, to Robert Carlyle, whenever he's doing... Is that a plane? Whenever he's doing Rumpelstiltskin, he's very menacing. Yeah, and the way they all, they all oh looked at Emma when she, when she like merged the sword, Dude, that was great. I love the line where uh, where I uh, after after uh, after he pulled after Rumple pulled out the sword. Mm-hmm. I love when uh, when he was like when she was like saying, "There's a town full of heroes and they couldn't stop me." And then all of a sudden he looks back, but none of them are me. I just ugh. yeah 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 yeah. He's gonna fuck her up and yeah. fuck her up good. Yeah. I hope so. Rusted swan. <laughs> You'll get that later. Um. So that was Storybrooke. What about Alexandria? say they're dead but they're walking <laughs> dead that brings us on to our next oh. segment walking dead guys now speaking of dead glenn <laughs> glenn <laughs> that's it we're done moving on to the next one i mean <laughs> he's dead like i feel like if they don't kill him off like 
It's going to be like the thing with... Oh, not really. You know what? Here... Okay, let me just... Okay, convey what we're all feeling here, right? We all like Glenn. We're all fans of him. And he means a lot to not only the three of us, but to every Walking Dead fan because he has been with our family since the beginning. Yeah. So what we all hope Dumbass. for him as a person is that he he that wasn't an end that he deserved. But it would be really sinister of them to just screw with us and leaving that out there for weeks on end only for him to have survived. It just that, that uh, my, my stepdad said it right when uh, we watched it and we were discussing it after uh, the most recent episode. Um, it if they do that, they'd be jumping the shark big time. Yeah, you know. So I. Well, I mean, there is precedent for them screwing with us. Yeah. Before Carol was one back in season three, where yeah, we thought I she didn't was think dead. She died. Neither did I. I thought she was still alive. People yeah, thought that she was dead, or I the group assumed she was dead because she was nowhere to be found. Yeah. So they've again, really. Can you fly somewhere else? <laughs> I'm really upset today, am I? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Are you okay? I don't know. Just <laughs> you need something stiff. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but what I was saying is here a lot. Here's why it 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 kind of is sad, but good story wise. I think it's just sad for us as fans because it really isn't an enclosure. Usually when we get Walking Dead characters or get killed off, they have big story arcs. and It usually follows up to they, they're a, dead. their grand finale. Yeah, but they go out on a bang. So did Glenn, but in a much different and less satisfying way in, in this respect. Glenn, as a character, has matured and has become a leader from mm. what he was in the beginning. But Glenn is still Glenn. He never... In any point in the five, six seasons, killed anyone. Killed a human being. Yeah. That's Glenn. So you can argue that his story was already done. And they had been showing Glenn more and more season four, season five. But, oh, man. Poor the, Maggie. Exactly. Oh, my Exactly. God. And here is the thing. And she's pregnant, on too. Top oh. she dead. On top of she dead. On top of It should be what? It should be. Oh, my God. <laughs> On Talking Dead, after that Glenn episode, Scott M. Gimple released a statement saying that you will see parts or versions of Glenn going in the future. There's the baby. And if the baby is what he was hinting at, then that pretty much means... He did. He's I hope that they do have some sort of like closure yeah. with yeah. him. And Maggie especially, because she's the yeah. one that kind of yeah. gets left off. But... Yeah, but um, I hope they don't bring him back. Hmm. As much as like I want him to come back, as much as like, you I would feel betrayed. No, I just think that he's left out his purpose. No, just someone in the group needed to die. Someone. Well, yeah. It, uh, like and they I, needed I, yeah. to get to be like hurt again or something yeah. to make him look like they're. Uh, to make him look like they're some they're still weak. Yeah. They're still human. But here's the thing, Alexis. Yeah, you're right. Out of all of the main characters, he was the, least, the most expendable because, yeah, they're all the rest of them are just untouchable. But here's the thing. In that episode when they killed him off, quote-unquote killed him off, this is how great the show is. Moments later, Michonne or Enric were both at risk. And oh, we thought, really? 
oh god, they're gonna kill them off too. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a terrible episode, all in terrible all. Terrible in the way that it made us feel. Like, yeah. I was having heart palpitations I mean, throughout I the whole thing. I thought it was a good episode. It was a great episode, yeah. Doing was no. so good. What what I what I meant by terrible was that Jesus Christ, yeah, it, like it made us feel, it made us feel, you know, awful. Yeah. Uh the thing about Another thing that I think that will happen is that I think that, you know, not to be all Star Wars-y, but I think he would come as like a force ghost-ish. I think she'll, I think he'll come, come back. Come back like the governor did? Like, and, no, no, not like, like, uh, like Lori did. Oh, you mean like that? That I, would be kind of repetitive. Don't you think if they got like that? I mean, Lori I was... I kind of wish they would do what they did with Carol's daughter. <laughs> Where she comes back as a zombie. <laughs> Alexis Moreno, what is wrong with you? Cool. That's, I, feel like that's <laughs> I am not joking. Everybody's mouths in the studio are just like wide open. Did you just say that? I, I feel oh like that's my. the only way to know for sure that he's dead. Or how else? Well, you, you know who else is in danger, guys? Daryl. Oh. Have you not seen the previews this coming Sunday? He's gonna be kidnapped by wolves. Is it the wolves though? Because they just announced. You want to get going to that? Who's back or who's coming? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment in Walking Dead history. He's been waiting for six seasons. For six seasons, and they're finally, we're finally getting him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce that Negan has been casted with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. His character is confirmed, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to know. Guys, is he going to be in it this season, or is he going to be in it next season? Here's what I think. Um, they've confirmed already, which means he will be in the second half of season six. Without, no questions asked. He will be in that part of it. And here's why it also throws in a monkey wrench here. Negan is the cause of death. He kills Glenn in the comics. Yeah. In the middle of all of this what the hell happened to Glenn discussion, you announce yeah. that this character comes back. So what if, what if he ends up being alive, but then as they rescue him or he comes back, oh, oh, yeah, Negan's come in. So we have to kill you again. But this time for real. What if they because, do Because, that? okay, because I mean, for those who don't. I mean, look at that. <laughs> That'd be, yeah, she, she's giving a, Alexis Moreno is giving the most, that's fucked up, looked, ever. even more messed up than what I said, because it's like, they give us hope, but no. <laughs> that's so bad. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit, what happened? What happened? Did I get sniped? <laughs> <laughs> Something fell off. Oh, okay. okay. Um, okay but, okay, because for those who don't know, in the comics, uh, he get, he basically gets his head bashed open by uh, by Negan, so... Uh. Which, look, it doesn't necessarily mean they'll do it that way. The Walking Dead does a lot of things different from the comics, but from what I've read, that moment is too iconic of yeah. a scene to not incorporate into the yeah. show because he basically make because he he's a uh, he's basically taking a because a uh, Negan before the apocalypse broke he was a car dealer yeah you know and all that stuff so he's always up for business he's always up for you know trade negotiations and <laughs> yes yes I know I made a Star Wars reference get over it um. The trade negotiations. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. 
We're never going to get over that, no, are we? No, we're not. Anyway, uh, he, the thing about that was that, you know, Rick didn't want anything to do with Negan. And Negan was so insistent of uh, of of uh, making a business, you know, deal with the Alexandria Knights, with the Saviors, you know, that, you know, Rick said no. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, fine. He takes out Glenn, bashes his head open and says, this is what happens when you don't do business with me. So, you know, looking at it, I'm just like, I'm, I'm terrified because I would, I would rather see him ripped to shreds by walkers and us not knowing what happened to him versus seeing Glenn, the light and the child, the poster boy of hope for the child, for the walk, for the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and seeing him completely decimated in the face by Negan. Here's the thing, though. This coming week, we're gonna get a. We're gonna see what happens to Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham. Right? They've been very manipulative, as they always have been, with what they've shown as previews. We think what may be likely is that the wolves attack Daryl, right? Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, the wolves are not in league with Negan. What if we're getting him sooner than we thought? Maybe I'm not saying Negan will be in this half season, but something that leads up to him interferes with Daryl. And here's... I, I want to stress this enough. It could not have been at a worse time for the Alexandrians to have Negan show up. Yeah. Because they are at their, at their most vulner- vulnerable. Point, at their lowest point. Now, let's be real here. They had a good episode. Well, good as in, like, to recover from the massacre that they, they survived. It was their episode to kind of, like... You know, get with it. Was it was a breather. It was. Episode. But still, though, I mean, they're so vulnerable. Even with Rick and the group there, they have the walkers, the wolves, and this Negan thing coming. I mean, shit. And here's what I, I want to say here is, we haven't had a main antagonist since the governor. And to have that back again, again, could not have come at a worse time. They only just got the Alexandria. They only worse, just got... Worse in the best way. It's like every time we get to a place where, okay, finally, they're getting somewhere. Nope. Nope. But see, that, I, I really like that, though, because... Well, yeah, story comes... <laughs> comparing, comparing it to, like, Once Upon a Time... Well, yeah, that's true. Right. They don't yeah, yeah. make the same mistakes over and over again. Again?! Friday the 13th, everybody. Friday wow. the 13th. They were being... They were... Sorry, Alexis, please. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I like that they keep running into bad stuff. It's cool. A little mini plane is going by. <laughs> uh, anyway, so go on, Alexis. I was done. You're done? <laughs> okay, guys. I think that this uh, this podcast is going by really smoothly. Don't it you is, think? and and watch Walking Dead, please, guys, because I think Walking Dead. I think this I may be their best. People who don't watch Walking I know Dead. this may be their best season yet. And let me say this right here, and I want I want this to be on the record. I under I don't I don't understand why this whole any snub or why nobody in the critics groups they give the episodes in the show high marks, but they never be considered for actual awards. Let me say this no, here: they aren't. They never are. No. The Walking Dead, in my opinion, is the best show on television. That's my opinion. And I think this season is proving that with every single episode. Because even when they don't give you a real killer, 
even when they give you a breather, it's still great. Yeah. So watch the show, please. Although I beg to differ, my favorite television show of all time is Doctor Who. But I oh. didn't say it was my favorite ep- of all oh. time. I'm just saying right now the best show on television uh, airing okay. is The Walking Dead. Okay, okay. He is hostile today. I'm, I'm just being clear. <laughs> the Walking Dead is not my favorite TV show. It's, uh, in my opinion, it's the best quality show. But okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm just a bit, you know. <laughs> He's a little unhinged. Yeah. Maybe Negan bashed him in the face and oh. he's, he's pissed off about that. <laughs> All right. So we talked Walking Dead. We talked Finding Dory. And we talked Once Upon a Time. Uh, guys, are you ready to play a game? Um, yeah. We're going to play a game with you. <laughs> the sarcasm level is so high. Okay. We'll be right back. We'll play you out a Once Upon a Time song or something like that. Uh, and we'll come back and we'll play a Once Upon a Trivia. guys we are gonna be playing a game called once upon a trivia all right we have contestants alexis moreno in block one and then we have alexis soto in block two guys i hope you guys brushed up on your once upon a time history because this one's a doozy all right the rules are if for every answer you get right, you get three points. For every one that you get wrong, you get deducted three. Okay. For, for wait, 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 wait. For for uh, for uh, rude behavior, you get deducted five points. All right. But I'm pretty sure that we're all adults, Alexis Soto. That we could compose ourselves, Alexis Soto. So. Let's, Don't say my name again, please. Let's begin, Alexis Soto, with Once Upon a Trivia. It is Once Upon a Time Trivia. Alright. Ariana, I hope you're ready. <clears throat> I hope you are. Question number one. What is Red's special ability? A wolf. She can transform into a wolf. Alexis Soto gets three points. <laughs> Alright. Maybe a little faster. <laughs> faster, more intense. Yes. Okay. Question number two. How did Prince Charming and Snow White meet? She was stealing from him. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could have taken that, or she stole a ring of his. All right, so Alexis Moreno gets three points. Next question is, 
Who is Henry's great grandfather on his dad's side? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Alexa Soto gets three points. That's so cool. Right? Oh my god. That's why this show's great. (laughs) Next question is What was the name of Hook's first love? Mila. Deduct five points from... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Give, give him three points. I didn't even do any homework, so... Right. Okay. Next question. When Belle becomes evil, what is the name of her alter ego? <laughs> evil? Mm-hmm. What is this? I would name the episode title, but it'll kind of give it away. I don't remember this happened. Wait. Was it season one or season two? Okay, that's why. I don't remember that season at all. I mean, except the ending. Uh, Can you give us a hit? Yeah. Okay, when things are getting kinky in the bedroom, it's all leather and... That, that didn't help at all. No, it doesn't. That didn't <laughs> okay. help at all. Okay, how about... Okay. What does it When with? An L. Lumiere? I don't get that. No. Um, you, get, you guys give up? Yeah. Uh, okay, the answer is Lacey. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Don't, don't deduct any points. <laughs> that, 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 oh, it's coming back to me yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Lacey. <laughs> okay, next question. What is Hook's name nickname for the Dark One? Crocodile. The crocodile, yeah. Okay, Alexis Moreno gets three points. In store, okay. Next question. In Storybrooke, what name does Doctor Frankenstein go by? Doctor Whale. Doctor Whale. Three. Damn. Again, where the fuck is he? I'm sorry. I just keep going back to where are these he, characters? He's working on Eyes on. Like, honestly, they have to do a spin-off show. Once upon a. They need, to do a, they need to do a spinoff show. Once upon and he a ran time, off with Tinker Bell. All these other characters. <laughs> yeah. All right. I then. think he's human now, though. Isn't he? I guess. I don't know. Just... Um, I saw him. Oh. <laughs> all right. The next question: What is the name of the massive war fought in the Enchanted Forest? The Ogre Wars. Yes. Give three points. All right. Here's a here's a challenge one. What's the name of the poison found only in Neverland? Nightshade? Yeah. You're close. Oh. Squidding? Not squidding. <laughs> I was, I'm just trying to remember that arc. What the, it's Nightshade, right? SpongeBob! It has shade on it. Squid Shade? <laughs> This squid is shady, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Okay, the answer is Dream Shade. Why did you say SpongeBob then? Because you said Squid Ink. Oh! And I did a Squidward impression. <laughs> I did Squid. SpongeBob, what are you doing here? Oh, God. Sound more like Squilliam. Okay. Next one. Why couldn't Cora rip Emma's heart out? Because she... 
Okay, go on. She was protected by love from her parents. You know what? I'll get. I'll get. Give her that. Give. Okay. The answer is that she was the product of true love. All right. Uh, I think I got that from like Harry Potter or something. It works. <laughs> All right. The next question: Which Once Upon a Time co-stars are married in real life? Jennifer Goodwin oh, and um, Josh Dallas. Otherwise, drumming and snow. Give take away five points for that pretentious comment. All right. No, no I'm kidding. You get. You get it. You get it. All right. What does Henry like to drink at Granny's and what's in it? Can you narrow that down? <laughs> it's a drink. That doesn't help. You it does. You said it was a drink. It kind of does. I what mean, kind there's of only, drink There's is only it? so much that a, that a little boy could drink. Is it? Like chocolate milk or something? You're close. Chocolate mocha? No. Coffee? No. Caramel? No. <laughs> Pumpkin spice lattes? No. Okay, you guys are getting further. You're, do you guys give up? Uh, hot chocolate. Okay. If you could name what's on it, you get the three points. Why? I just said it's hot chocolate. No, because That's it's because it's a because it's a plot device. It's a plot device. What am I supposed to know with this? With whipped cream? I don't know. No. Okay, what What do you think it is? Okay, if you can name what's in the hot chocolate, but Alexis Moreno. But I said it's hot chocolate. That's the drink. Okay, I give the points to Alexis Moreno. Three points for... What? Yeah, it's hot chocolate with cinnamon. Because Emma, like... Shouldn't I get a point too? I said yeah. it was hot chocolate. Give him one point. <laughs> You're winning. <laughs> Stop it. You see, he's competitive and shit. Well, it's because you're unfair to me. Every single game we have, you're like, take away 100 points because he doesn't deserve it. You know what? Take 100 points. There you go. See, I only proved my point. (laughs) Okay. Last question before we go into sound bites. Oh, wow. All right. What was Charming's name as a coma patient? Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Yes. No, his name was not O. It wasn't David? No, no, no. It was, um, it was, uh, like, uh, Josh? No. John Doe? Yes. John Doe. Three That's right. I was like, Jane Doe? Uh. I need to watch that again. That was such a long time ago. Sound bites. I am going to give you guys a quote, and you tell me who said it. Okay. First quote. You see, I can have everything, and it's all th- and it's all thanks to you. Now get off my porch. Regina. Yes, Regina. Three points for Alexis. Next quote. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Next quote. Kiss my boot. Killian. Uh, Blackbeard. No. Rumple? Yes. Rumple Silkskin. 
All right, next. Did you give him the three points? Okay. Next one, we have the curse will end, good will win. Emma? Is this a major character or a minor character? Major. No. Go for Henry. Yes, Henry. Um, three, yeah. three points for Alexis. Had to be Henry. This one is this one is so obvious, guys. All right. I will always find you. Charming. I mean, seriously. Everything. I will always find. I will always find you. All right. Next one. And last soundbite. A man unwilling to fight for what he wants deserves what he gets. Hook? Yes, Hook. Three points for Alexis Moreno. And now it's time for sudden death. Alright, I'm going to give you guys a couple of tricky ones. And we're going to wrap up that this little, this little question answer portion of our game. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So... <laughs> First question in sudden death. How did Snow kill Korra? She ripped her heart up. No, 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 the, the, the candle. Yes, yeah, the candle. yes. Right, Three yeah. points. How many planes? Are we Are we filming at an airport? Or what, yes, we are. What's going on? Um, next question. Who is the author? Isaac. Now or back then? Because now it's Henry, but back then it was Isaac. I'll give, give Alexis Soto the points. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Love it. Okay. What song... You guys should know this. What song did Gold and Bell dance Beauty to? Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah. I mean... Alright, this one is a yeah. trick. Yeah, remember it? Season 4 premiere. Where they went on the honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question... What is the name of the bar in Storybrook? The, the what? The bar in Storybrook. Is it, oh yeah. Not not Granny's, right? That's no, the... no, no. Wait, does it have to do something with us? Yeah, huh? Then I'd have no idea. Um. There shouldn't like be like a party? like a clock going on. Like, like my tea party or something. No. <laughs> I don't know the name, but I know it has something to do with it. Only here in... No, the... Oh, the rabbit hole. Yes! Yes. The rabbit hole. All right. Give her three points. Rabbit hole, really? Hmm. All right. Why... Last question. Why was the dagger created? To harness the dark one? The power of the dark one? Who specifically? Uh, Nimue. Okay. I only just saw this like last week. It's yeah. it's pretty obvious that Alexis Soto won. <laughs> Let's see the points. Alright, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the score, my friend? What's the score? We did it out loud. Alright, we have three. 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 Okay. Three, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, We're mathing. Counting? Yeah. Yeah, 14, see, that's how, that's how 30, bad we've gotten, right? Where we plus, have replaced counting with mapping. Okay, so Alexis Soto <laughs> has 42 <laughs> points, and Alexis Moreno has one, two, three. 
my god. That's 41 points. So, obviously, Alexis... Wait, uh, what was it? 42 to 41? 45. No, it, it was... Uh, oh, I was pretty close. You were. What was, what was it again? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I think I miscounted. This is... Because that was one, closer two, three, than... Yeah. yeah. That's... Okay, three... That's nine... <laughs> Wait, okay, that's, I swear, okay, America, America, 18, thank you, 18, 1, 2, 3, okay, 18, 19, 20, maybe you should have done 22, the math, 24, okay, 24, no, it's, okay, it's 42, wait, it's 40, yeah, 42 to 20, 28, okay, not bad, yeah, this is nothing. When we talk about, if we do a Star Wars like trivia game, oh please. fuck it, I'm not. <laughs> no, we should do it. Yeah, no, we should. I Are... ask the question, and then it's against. Oh, sure, yeah, you could do that. He's gonna fuck me in the ass. Either way, because <laughs> right. you know who Kit Fisto is. <laughs> Have you seen the room? Look what I like. It's just you're wearing a Force Awakens shirt. Your whole room is designed like the freaking you know. So yeah. All right, that was well. First, I, I want to say um, thank you. You made it. You were a uh, worthy competitor. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I forgot like everything. Honestly, I have no idea why you even remember that stuff. It was really obvious to me. That uh, was not. That's not downplaying you in any way. That was just really, just, really. Man, I'm kind of yeah. Yeah, maybe next time I won't have you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Now, we are going to take a little short break, and then we're going to have a little song play in the middle, and then we're going to get back into what's happening hot stuff. We'll be right back. And we're back with what's happening, hot stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So, who's hot stuff? I have no idea. Okay, it's a sixteen candles reference, guys. So, Great. Anyway, so first thing on the agenda is a dying fan. Oh, that's a sad story. Sees the Force Awakens early. His name was. <laughs> oh, I thought you guys were gonna comment on that. Well, uh, finish All right. the story. All right. His name is Daniel Fleetwood. He died at thirty at the age of thirty-two. Guys, thirty-two, so young. Tuesday morning. Um, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, actors gave their condolences, such as Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and John Boyega, and they all said they all petitioned for him to see it, and he did in his house. With the assistance of J.J. Abrams himself, you know, so I I think that's so magical, don't you think? I, I mean, look here is here is um the great part about this story. Star Wars means a lot of things to a lot of people. It, it, it's a lot, as you can so clearly see, but not just me, but everybody else here. And I think um, Star Wars fans, as a community, as a community, sorry for saying that word 
really felt for this guy. Because if yeah. any one of us had been in that situation where we had we weren't sure we would survive until December 18th, the last thing we would want to do or the you know before we leave is watch the movie. And I think we have to commend Mark Hamill, John Boyega, all of the stars, J.J. Abram, who petitioned and yeah. said, you know what, let him see it. Disney obliged. J.J. Abram said yes. And he got to saw it. And it was right in the nick of time because... He, he died just like pa- two days later. Yeah. So, you know what? Um, I'm just happy that they made again, again under the umbrella of Disney. This is what they do. They make dreams come true, and I'm I'm very not not a cliche, but they really did in this sense that yeah. you know what? It's a good story, and it's like it makes us all happy. But again, him dying kind of puts a sad turn on it because you know yeah. we just feel for him, you know. Because even though he got to see it early, I'm sure he would have loved to have experienced it a, mm-hmm. with the rest of us when it first came out. And to quote his wife, he, she made a statement saying that she is one with God. He is one with God and, and the, the Force. force. Yeah. So it's nice. And uh, and the wife confirmed that he will be cremated and placed in a lightsaber-shaped urn. That's so cool. Yeah. I think that, I think that I, you know... What a time to be a Star Wars fan, wouldn't you say? I mean, if it hasn't been talked enough to death, what was it, Kyle? Uh, how much did we spend talking about Star Wars in the last 49 podcast? minutes 49. on the last <laughs> podcast on Star Wars alone, guys. So if that's not speaking volumes of how much we're anticipating this new movie, I don't know what is. Um, and, you know, it, it is sad, yes, but it does show, you know, the genuinity of the Star Wars fandom. Yeah, yeah. And J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Because I know he did this for Star Trek too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that this is, I think this is a true testament of what, 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 what kind of era we're living in. You know, also, do you think George would ever do something like this? I, I would, hope so. would hope so, and that's all I'm leaving it. That's, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not taking the bait. Just move on. <laughs> Uh, speaking of stars, what was in the sky in L.A.? Are we, oh, my God. <laughs> I know this has nothing it to was, do... It was it here, was, too. It was here, wait, too. Did you see here? it? I, why, where we're filming at, I remember that uh, it was about 8 o'clock at night, and uh, I went outside, and I saw, like, right in this direction, this bluish thing in the sky, and it was like... Oh, God. Here we go. I just try to block it out because, you know, if I think about what the hell that could be, I'll drive myself insane. Yeah. I just ignore it all completely. I mean, and there and was the next day they announced. And there was like face. It was yeah. like it was a missile fire. Uh, the Navy said that, that it was one of their new aircraft testings. Or, but look, let, that's look, look, bullshit. look, 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 that's bullshit on one level. That could be true. On many others, it, it can't. I mean, do we have to go back to 1949 or 47, the famous Roswell air balloon thing that happened? That yeah. We all know it was a complete cover-up. There wasn't a fucking high air balloon. That, that yeah. was a UFO, my friend. Yeah, and I think, I think it was, I think it's like, I think what happened was, yes, it was a missile fire, but I think it was to take down a ship. I do think, you think so? That I would think, be, okay. But guys, we're talking about real life. This is not a TV show, so please let's not hope for anything like that because that would be kind of sad. <laughs> Tell you the truth, it's Christmas. We don't want an alien invasion right now. I mean, where's the doctor when we need him? 
No, but it was creepy too because then somebody David posted Tennant on comes Facebook out and Reddit about that creature thing. You yeah, that was po- that w- it was circling around Facebook and it was continuously getting deleted. Yeah. Oh. Did that? Okay. It, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's a deformed animal." It does not look like a deformed animal, guys. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fucking alien. Do, okay. Do you believe it's real or do you think that's photoshopped? Alexis Marino. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> None of us know. We can only speak to what we suspect because, look, and let's just dig down deep into this. If it had been any of us that it happened to, let's go back to the story this person is floating around. That while this was happening, this blue, this blue light in the sky, that apparently there was a scream in his backyard. <sighs> E.T. You go back. <laughs> that was a great meme. Yeah, that was great. Uh, he goes back out and he sees this thing and, well, what happened to it? It doesn't really go on. Did they throw it away? Did the government come in and take it? I mean, where did this... We do not know. Exactly. Nobody knows anything about it. And, oh, no. And I find that very... I, I find it bullshit, this whole thing. The government is trying to kick... And I think well, if we uh, wanted to... Okay... In order to cause mass, in in order to restrain mass panic, wouldn't you tell them the truth and say no, that we are on it? Here is the thing, my friend. If you look at the news these days, there's a lot of things that okay, we're living in the end times. When you have Donald Trump in my first place thing? to be the president of the United States, all bets are off when the world's going to end. Because wow, well, my favorite thing that they say is that like. Back then, like in the 80s, people saw the future as like a positive thing with like new like inventions and all that. Yeah, and, and now we see We're like, so post apocalyptic. Yeah. I mean, we have like The Walking Dead, Mad Max Fury Road, The Last Man on Earth. And we have so many of these shows that kind of like, okay, we've accepted bleak. that the world is going to be a shit show. I mean, yeah. and that's sad. I mean, great stories. So sad. <laughs> great stories, right? But it's just sad. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, Kyle. Look, this is, me personally, uh, I grew up watching a lot of you know documentaries, or interviews about UFOs and everything, and all that kind of stuff. And I read books about that. I believe in UFOs. Could it be in a UFO? Sure, it could, but also could not be. But knowing the government, they will cover anything up. But you got to remember this too. Just think, just think. Is it, there it, are, it, are there two? Are there two boxes that say truth or consequences? Oh, look, this isn't Doctor Who though. This is our our world here and people are not just gonna quietly accept the fact that there is extraterrestrial life i've accepted that because i don't think we're the only planet that has actual yeah. life in it i've accepted that but a lot of people are going to be in huge denial and when the when the westboro baptist church will have a field day yeah, <laughs> and even, the, even the roman catholic church because the institutions they're institutions and they deny the existence of extraterrestrial life now if they exist, that's gonna go. People are gonna go into panic. They will be anarchy to some extent. So that's why they have to micromanage it. They have to be cautious of what people, because even that blue light, there were reports of people panicking in LA. So even a blue light can cause that. Imagine if they. Oh, by the way, Obama's on TV. Yeah, this was an alien. Bye. Peace out. I mean, that's. Peace. Gonna play b-ball with uh, Shaq. (laughs) 
you got to keep society intact. And if you breed anarchy, you're going to, it'll all fall apart. I, I just hope that there, I, I just hope that, it, you know, it we're not over our heads, you know, and all that stuff. Because if that is, that means that, you know, cool that we are not the only society living in this. Yeah. You know. I, okay. Yes or no answers. Alexis, are you a believer? Aliens? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I am mean, too. Yeah, we look at history. There's a lot of evidence that they've had a hand in our, in our, um, in our society throughout civilizations. His pyramids. It's scary that but... they've that they've seemingly been involved in things here and there, and you've seen them come around back and forth. Yeah. But who knows? That's who... kind of scary, just because like they probably already know about about us. Yeah. So that kind of, and like. No, they, of course they know about us. Yeah. If like the government or whatever, if yeah. they know and they're trying to keep that hidden, that's kind of well. Look, okay, yeah, that's bad too. But they have to be, you know, what over the years they've, you know, they've been crashing and they've taken some technology. And I think at this point, look, you have to be considered the fact that yeah, they could be good, but they also could be bad. Yeah. And you gotta be prepared to yeah. wipe them out if they're bad. Because if it's between me and them, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it, I'll pick me any day over them. I mean, who knows what they're I think that's why. Are. I think that's why the the you know the military and all that stuff need to prepare. Because if that was if it if it was you know the military they, is good right now. They're good. Yeah. So I think that you know that there should be you know that kind of you know. Precaution. It's NASA that needs funding again. They cut the funding for NASA a couple yeah. years ago. Oh, fun fact, guys! They sent a radio transmission out throughout the entire universe. So, uh, uh, scientists and all that stuff for, you know, radio waves, you know, to be transmitted light years and light years away from us. And it was the song Across the Universe by the Beatles. <laughs> so, the first thing that aliens would hear of us or know of us I is mean, the Beatles. Unless they already know. I'm sure if, they, if, if, let's say for whatever reason, they keep in constant surveillance and they would have heard that song when it came out back in when the 60s, 70s, or what? They'd be like, "This is my jam." You know, I saw. It, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw. Like, oh, we know this. Know. Yeah, like I saw. I saw this. Uh, I saw this meme of like uh, of like a stoned alien, and he was like laying in bed, yeah. and he was like saying. Hey bro, did you remember to uh, turn, turn off your headlights? Yeah. And then, uh, and then you see the alien, a close up of his face, and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> aliens, man, fucking aliens. Well, I think we've talked. I think this will go, go down in history as one of the most weirdest discussions <laughs> we've had on this show. But it was a great discussion. It was a great discussion, yeah. aliens. So with that note, I'm Kyle. I'm Alexis. And I'm Alexis Soto. <laughs> this is Red Smiley, ep- episode number 15. I'll catch you guys later. Oh, by the way, before that, i like to make a little announcement and a few plugins for you guys. I am writing a book. And it will be completed by the end of January, ladies and gentlemen. And hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm going to send it to publishing companies around the wherever they'll accept me, hopefully. Um, and it's called Second of the Right. It's about, if you like Peter Pan, I hope that you'll like this book. Also, 
come and follow uh, Rhett's, uh, Rhett, <laughs> follow BNC with Alexis Soto. Check out his channel. Uh, anything you want to plug in? Okay. And we also uh, thank Ariana for producing this show. Helping Ariana, produce. thank you so much for being here, for taking score and <laughs> all that stuff. And thank our, yeah. uh, our producer, Julio Dominguez, for providing us his equipment. Yes, thank you, Julio, for not being here, but being with the, being here in spirit. So. Oh, and the uh, SeaWorld for releasing the whales. Oh my God. Yes, thank you! Hallelujah! If only there was and a... And the aliens, we gotta thank them too. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, thank you, aliens. By God. And the planes, the air, I mean, seriously, again? What's in the air, guys? What's in the air? They're invading right now. Imagine there's an invasion going on while we're recording. Sweet Jesus. And then we go go outside, the entire place is decimated. Oh, shit. What happened? Anyway, this is Red Spotlight Entertainment 16. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.